we're asked to do. Other weeks, you've got, you know, intermittent, you've got some lighting projects, you've got some AV projects, but Wi-Fi consistently every week. Every yeah, week. Every week. And it's, it's something that continues to, that needs solved. It's still the biggest frustration in any home. But once you solve that, it opens the gateway for all the tech. All the tech can come through. So Wi-Fi is like the Trojan horse. Right. And yet, and yet it is overlooked. This heavy reliance on the internet providers, modem, router, router. You know, we expect a lot from that. Right. And yet we absolutely lose our minds when the Wi-Fi goes off. But yet we've, <laughs> we've kind of Dude. stacked everything up on top of a cheap you know freebie I, we, I got something for you to, I, I got something to talk about today from what I saw about this past weekend let's let's do this yeah let's go digital ramblers how are you welcome back to the digital ramble show I am JJ Cannon your co-host and I'm joined by my good friend Chris Gamble how are you buddy Hey, JJ, good to see you. I'm glad to see you back from the Cedia Expo in Dallas. I know you had a good time out there and saw uh, some of our our friends and past guests and, and, and listeners to the podcast. I absolutely love the Cedia Expo. It's rejuvenating. You know, it's exciting. Uh, you see new products and uh, you see all of your your friends that are that are in the industry around the country, around the world, Gamble. And uh, you bounce ideas off of each other. You talk about the peaks and the valleys, you know, of, of business ownership and technology. Man, it just gets you all going. So, yeah, man, super, super excited about going uh, to the next one because I think you're going to join me at the next one. And it's going to be in Denver, Colorado. So, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, that, that's definitely on my list. It's already in my diary for next year. And, you know, one thing from, from watching from afar this year, and it kind of ties in with our episode, but in a different kind of way. It looked like the networking was the big takeaway from this year. The, you know, the business to business networking, the pro to pro networking, manufacturer to installer networking. But today we're going to talk about your home network, your Wi-Fi network, the the connection of products in your home, and how really your Wi-Fi system is the most integrated product and platform in in the home it is that that glues everything together we talk about you know your your doorbell talking to your lighting system we talked about music systems talking to streaming platforms but none of that happens jj without the home network yeah absolutely gamble we've said this on almost every episode but the network yeah. is the foundation for everything else that that it's built on the network you said it best earlier the network is non-negotiable. Yeah, we, for a long time now, I would say four or five years, I won't even consider a project unless I've had my hands on the network. I need to understand what I'm building on top of because without weak foundations of a, you know, a DIY homemade my friend helped me, my brother-in-law helped me set up the Wi-Fi. I just can't put my uh, my expertise on top of a of, of shaky 
shaky foundations. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I had a client call me this past weekend, just, JJ, please get over to my house. For some reason, my network's not working. I cannot work from home. Client has a beautiful, beautiful home. It's a it's an environment that's that's conducive to what she wants to do, and uh, if you don't have to go uh, to the office, you definitely won't work from home. But you have to have dependable and reliable network to do that. Well, this is what was exposed during lockdown measures, working from home becoming uh, very much the normal. It exposed one slow internet speeds and and the limiting factor that that can have that can be overcome. The second one was uh, the the coverage of your network and how that became a limiting factor of where you could be at your most productive. Yeah. And then the third one was how many devices can run on this network at once? Because if it was working from home, schooling from home, playing at home, uh, you know, gaming, voice messaging, uh, streaming content, it, it just ground to a halt without having a robust, reliable and secure network. And that's something that JJ and I and our individual businesses and, and all the other pros in the home technology space, we, we, we've become specialists in home Wi-Fi. Yeah. We've identified products that we turn to every time. And, and I would say in a lot of cases, some companies dabble between different amplifiers and different TVs and different lighting products. But when it comes to the network, I guarantee most of them have just a one single brand that they prefer for wireless access points, network switches, the router. Yeah. We'll stick to one one pool of product. And Gamble, I'm I'm so glad that you brought that up. It it never fails. If I go into a new client's home and they're having network problems, they'll have like three, four different types of manufacturer networking gear and they're just not made to i i've never figured out how to make them work reliably with each other um, and sometimes the vocabulary like in the setup that that's really challenging even for a, a professional uh, trying to decipher one setup screen from one manufacturer to the next because the vocabulary is different and so it's just easier if if you use a, a, a product that's uniform, uh, my choice, and everybody knows, is part of the, the Keeping It Reels package is Eero. And Eero works reliably and, and great. We actually saw them at, the, at their booth here at Cedia this past weekend. Oh, my gosh. Some of the stuff that they're coming out with Gamble these days is just exciting and enthusiastic you know i'm very enthusiastic about it because it solves a lot of problems and i, I bet you're seeing products over there um you know uh, find solutions and in creating new experiences for for your clients as well well just on the Eero, you know for me just looking at it from somebody that's that uses another brand that's so uh, full of options and different capacities of network switches, different uh, speed capacities, different uh, options for product placement. I always looked at Eero and thought, mm, there's a lot of gaps there. There's a lot of products that are, I've still got to use another brand for maybe a switch. I've got to use another brand for maybe PoE injection. It looks like what they've introduced at the expo is 
starting to fill some of those gaps, which they were a great wireless access point and router solution, but did they have uh, some of the other brands? So to, just to explain a little bit more what you saw at the expo, you know, was it, have they brought out a switch? A yeah. PoE switch? Yeah, so Eero is a wireless mesh um, company. And what they do is they allow you to distribute network, uh, your internet throughout your property, whether it's inside or outside of your house. Um, and Eero was established back in like 2014, I believe is what it was. And we started using Eero shortly thereafter. And the reason was other manufacturers just weren't as easy to use, nor were they as reliable. Um, and sometimes the speeds weren't even close to matching the types of speeds that we could get out of the Eero product. So it really made us engaged and, and latch on to, to their, to their product. Also their, their customer support, uh, was, was accessible and explanatory. And, uh, that, that's really important for, for our business. Um, as a business owner, installing wireless mesh is like, if I have a problem, I need, I need somebody to, to talk to. And so that's what's put us onto Eero. That's what's kept us with Eero. And, and Eero over the time has continued to invest in its own self and expand upon its market um, and its market share. And one of the eye-opening things for me, Gamble, is not only over time have they released new products with, with speeds that can go up to a gig, now 2.4 gig, and even they have a couple of 10 gig ports on this new switch that we're getting ready to talk about. But they're starting to to collaborate with other uh, with other products, and the big one, and we mentioned it last week, was was the Ring Alarm, and then their new Ring Alarm Pro. They have an Eero built into it, and what's really exciting about that is uh, Eero is going to be releasing a software version of upgrade of the Eero internet backup. What do you think about that? Eero so backup, backup it, using e cellular or Eero internet backup that, I mean, okay. it, whenever you sit and, and think about that, that might just kind of go right over your head, but this is like kind of a, a Holy grail of what people have, have wanted ba backup, backup with battery as well. Well, well, in the in the ring alarm, it, the, it'd be a backup. Alarm a battery. But in the Eero devices themselves, through a firmware update, and I don't know if it's only with the Eero uh, six devices and going forward, but all those devices, if the internet provider is lost, then the Eero device itself would then be able to connect to a cellular service mm. to give you. Eero internet backup and there, there's going to be uh, if you have that Eero plus if you're an Eero plus subscriber then that's just part of the that's just part of the package yes I, I, I'm very interested in some of these bolt-ons that you can add you know traditionally you wouldn't think about your home network having options you know your alarm system yeah monitoring warranty battery backup you know calling a friend, neighbor, you know, whatever with, with your issues. And same with, uh, you know, music systems, subscribing to maybe get HD music and all these kind of features. But when you think about it, what, what could you get more from your Wi-Fi? Crikey, if I could pay a little bit more and get backup, right, yeah. whether that's uh, some kind of UPS or whether that's some cellular 4G, 5G satellite backup, 
then, you know, is there integrations with cellular providers? There are integrations with people like Starlink. Right. I, I've actually seen, um, there's an internet provider in the UK, I think it's TalkTalk, Talk, which would be, not, mean nothing to you, but in the UK, quite a big ISP. And they now offer the Eero router. I don't know which model, but they offer offer that as the default product that you get with with your subscription. So that link up with uh, internet providers means even if I went into a home and that's what I had to be to work with, I wouldn't be so standoffish because it's one of the things that I'm a bit like. Maybe, maybe I'll do the job, but we have to change the we have to change the network. <laughs> right? Oh. You know, Chris, you're, you're so. What's the matter? Tell me what what's what's stopping you from getting stuck in? Uh, I don't like your network. You know, I'm I'm like that. I I just want I want to own the network before I put in the music system and put in the gaming TVs, all that kind of stuff. Because you're just going to tell me it sucks, but it's not my pro. It's not my fault <laughs> yeah. if it starts buffering because you've got. To, piece pos rear <laughs> you know yeah and 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 the the parts that that these routers uh and modems uh well this is not a modem but it's a router and wireless device the parts and pieces that it's built with is crucial just like the other mm. manufacturers that that we represent i mean the the quality control on that on that product is excellent gamble i have never if i was a wood Big, big statement. I've never had a bad Eero device out of the box ever. Out of, I don't. I've probably I've probably installed over a, a thousand of them. I want to say wow. two thousand, but yeah, the success rate of them is is incredible. I think the only problems that I've ever had was uh, the power supply went bad because of com some kind of little brownout. You know, a little little electrical yeah. bump. Yeah, you, you say that. I had that an exact phone call today with a customer that the sounds like the power supply has failed on their on their uh, ubiquity router but we had a workaround ready and, and we'll resolve that in the next 48 hours but you know reliability is you know that goes without saying Every, everything that we talk about and the, the brands that we work with we, we've scrutinized them for reliability because we don't want to to pass that on to our, our customer base. But one thing that we can talk about the product, we can talk about, you know, the access points and all the speeds that it does. But still for me, going back to my roots has been a, a data cabler, somebody that ran wires to the highest standards for the military and for commercial telecommunications. You could buy the best products in the world but put it onto cabling that's substandard. And this week particularly uh, highlighted that to me where very recently a customer had had another contractor come in and, and run some cabling throughout their house, done a very neat job to try and deliver this super fast internet that they had coming, this fiber connection they had coming into their house. They had uh, 1,200 megabits per second download speed and about 1000 megabits per second upload speed so ridiculous speed that's moving they'd run they'd run cat 5e throughout this house <laughs> and cat 5e has a, a limitation yeah, it, uh, it, it works typically it, it, one it works but it won't get you where second. you want to go that, that highway is too narrow we found that you know at certain points where we were plugging in 
to test speeds, it was it was only getting 60, 70 meg uh, download speed. We found network switches that were installed that were only 10 slash 100 mm. megabits per second capable. And the only place that the customer was getting the true speeds were <laughs> when they were right next to the, the yeah. internet provider's modem. So we saw the frustration and said, look, we can't work with this products that you've had fitted. And they paid more than what they were going to pay us <laughs> for the new network. Uh, I didn't really take advantage of the situation there, I should have. But we put in Wi-Fi 6 access points capable of handling much, much more speeds because there's more speeds going to come from that provider. It's 1,200 megabits per second today. They've got fiber. They can request much quicker speeds in the future from that provider. Mm -hmm. We put in network switches and link them with, with fiber uh, so the communication between network switches was by fiber, 10 gigabit per second. Dang. The ports on the network switches are capable of 2.5 gigabits per second. And ultimately, anywhere you went in this house, when you were pulling out your phone, okay, there's limitations maybe to the, to the device, but when we were plugging in our laptop to network ports, we were pulling in, you know, 1,150. We were, you know, Wi-Fi, even with a crappy... Uh, iPhone 7 or whatever it was pulling in 650 meg 575 meg you know and the customer was just wired what we also were then able to do because this is issues they had just with the way it was configured and this is why you need a pro not just any pro a pro with a track record mm. with networking we were then able to reintroduce the Sonos system reintroduce their set-top boxes from their TV provider reintroduce their smart TVs to the new Wi-Fi and everything. You could see the face of the customers. The, the music was playing in five rooms. The connections were coming up faster for viewing their cameras. Um, you know, and TV streaming was what they thought they were going to get when they got the super fast internet. So, you know, I've said enough, but ultimately it was because of cabling and the poor technical uh, skills of the, of the previous installers and some equipment choices as well. Yeah. Networking is very much like uh, audio and video, and you have to have the correct cabling from source to finish uh, all, all the way through. Uh, whenever you put in a, a 4K television and a surround sound system from the source, the source has to output the appropriate 4K. You got to go into a 4K cable. Your surround sound receiver has to produce or allow pass through a 4K to the other 4K cable to the 4K television and your network works exactly the same way. If you want gigabit speed, you have to come in with the gigabit. You got to use gigabit capable cables. You need to use gigabit capable network switches and then you need gigabit capable distribution mesh points or access points got, throughout your house and then devices to, that can handle it. You've also got to adhere to cabling standards. Yeah. You know, we saw cables under you know, in some cases, cables were under strain, cables poorly uh, terminated onto uh, wall sockets or the, the connectors on the, the end of the crimps. Again, the cabling was neat. On the surface, it looked great. They'd spaced out their clips nice and evenly, they nice straight lines going up the walls of the building. But when they got to the end points, no labeling, 
no test results. We give our customers a spreadsheet, test results, length, and wire map, a little PDF document of what basically their network. So yeah. if we ever couldn't service that for whatever reason, somebody could take that over and say, ah, this is great. Yeah. Who's the previous dollar? They, they, we love these guys. Because um, that, that's that professional attitude that you somebody's going to come along behind you uh, one day and, and take and you could take over something that you've left so you're just uh, there to to do the best you can but you might never come back again well leave the next person with a good blueprint a good map some some ease of mind man gamble you know and the reason that you preach that is because we come behind sloppy jobs all the time and when we do come behind some good quality jobs it's it's very relieving uh and usually it's not a Usually it's not a problem with the wiring. It's uh, something <laughs> something with a device. You know, over at, at Cedia Gamble, they had two other devices. They were hardware devices. And Eero, they're always releasing something, maybe once a year, I guess, once every 14, 14 months. But at Cedia this year, they re- released two new devices, and, and they're doing PoE devices. And the first one was their Eero Pro 6 and it's a wireless uh well it's a poe powered uh, wireless mesh puck that you'd mount on the wall or on the ceiling um it's something that we've coveted a true poe uh, mesh point is something that we've we've requested from eero for for many years and this thing's gonna be nice man it's gonna cover 2,000 square feet it's gonna handle up to 100 devices um, which, which was also, you know, a major problem whenever COVID came out is like, man, all these stinking devices that are needing to have some bandwidth, um, uh, you know, how, how are you going to be able to do it or do your devices even, are they even capable of handling that? And the answer is, or, or, or it has commercial opportunities as well, uh, where you have higher density cafes, bars, you know, absolutely. And then also they, uh, they came out with this, uh, Eero, poe gateway and it's, it's that network switch and they have two ports on there that are uh, 10 gigabit and i believe the other ports are the that 2.5 mm. and so it allows a broad door of of data to flow through you know in a, in a blink of an eye and uh the the power on that thing is like 100 watts of power so it'll power up any poe device that that you might have and so you know, digital ramblers might be wondering what that other device might be, and I guess a security camera would be the the easiest one, top of mind that that could also get power off that PoE switch. That's definitely the the most common one that's, that's using power over Ethernet. Uh, the other one would be uh, a VoIP telephone. Yeah, you know, people working from home, cool. they think they also need the power cable and an adapter, but no, you can have single cable coming into your VoIP telephone. And then a cable out of that into your desktop Computer, PC, yeah. your docking station, yeah. Um, which is what you've probably got in your office. And it's those types of scenarios that we need to start introducing into the home. It is, you know, look, I went to a project today and I kind of went to it just to humor myself. <laughs> I needed a bit of cheering up, maybe. <laughs> but I went there, I knew what I was going to find woefully inadequate underprepared building that had the opportunity to run some cables and i've kind of caught it at the last minute 
But the architect should know better. The builder should know better. The electrician should know better. The client is asking for, you know, I want Wi-Fi throughout the house. I want uh, connections for TV, for, for gaming and all these things. What do they give them? Like two network points in the whole house, mm. six bedroom home, outbuildings, large garden. Come on, you know what? I've got to come and save the day again. Gamble, I went to a four, and well, we're working on a four story beach house. So this place is already 20 feet off the ground, and then it's four stories on top of that. And <laughs> whoever they used ran coax to the TV locations only, and, <laughs> and two pieces of network, just like what you're talking about. And, you know, it's a four story house. The other kicker, bro, they didn't even run service. Um, so that and so what that means is that when your internet service provider comes to provide you with internet service, they need a wire to get service mm. into your home run panel that then distributes it to the whole house. Well, they didn't have that one wire that then distributes it. <laughs> oh Lord, folks, yeah. if you don't know, <laughs> yeah, like, make sure you you get a second, sometimes a third opinion. When it comes to technology and gamble, we get run through, and and I'm cool with getting ran through, uh, and and having clients try to make the best decision for their technology needs, and and interviewing me to to see if I'm the right guy, and honestly, that's that's appreciated um, on on my part as well. I, I want to make sure that that whoever's I'm working with, they're they're wanting to to work with me and that I am providing them with the solutions that, that are best for, for their needs. And so, but man, get a second, a third opinion. And I mean, I know the builders trying to do right, but sometimes uh, when it comes to cutting some corners, that technology aspect of it could be one of the first things on the chopping block. Well, it's cutting corners, but it's also uh, some ignorance. It's also a lack of education that they're not keeping up. It's more ignorance. I genuinely believe it's now becoming ignorance because for goodness sake, what what do they do in their own home? Wow. What do, what headaches do they get if their kids can't watch something on Disney Plus or they can't video call their accountant or they can't, uh, you know, other members of the house can't work from home or school from home. They know f fine well that it's so important. It's the on par as one of the most important utilities, internet with power and water. It's got there, it's yeah, got there. It's, it is it's, there. It's quickly, in the last 10 years, it's very quickly caught up with the other utilities that it's, you know, it's only, and it's highlighted even more if you don't have a cellular service. And yet they allow these multi, in some cases, multi-million pound homes run so close to the brink of disaster and somebody Oh, is it, do we need to run any other cables? Oh, quick, let's find a local home technology professional. Let's Google search, you know, and then they find us or they, they ask around. They say, yeah, these guys are, are, are good and these girls are good. They'll come and save the day. You know, how much can we take on our shoulders, you know, rescuing these luxury homes? Just let them push. I just feel like pushing some of them over the edge and saying, <laughs> go live, go live like a caveman. You know? Throttle back. <laughs> Well, it's been a long day for Gamble. 
He barely made it to the show. He needs a shower and a, and a hot a four meal. hour drive. Four hour drive. <laughs> I could have flown to Houston. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. All right, Digital Ramblers. Well, that does it for episode 146. And we greatly appreciate you tuning in every week to listen to us uh, chatter about home technology solutions for for our clients and things that we think might benefit you yeah and, and just the catchphrase of the show i just love it i even say it to, to customers myself now you know if you don't know ask a home tech pro about wi-fi lights music <laughs> all of it just we, ask. Know, we know so much just ask us yeah all right friends have a good week and uh check us out on our website digitalrambleshow.com or send us an email digitalrambleshow at gmail.com and tell a friend to listen to our podcast. We are on 11 streaming services. You cannot miss us if you look up Digital Ramble Show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Till next week. Have a fantastic week, friends.